Hello, ladies. It is the beginning of February, and with all of the different health education days and weeks going on this month, we wanted to take the entire month of February and each week look at different parts of the body and how we can keep those in tip-top shape. And so this week, we are looking at the brain. And for our Bible study this Wednesday, we are going to talk about memory. We're going to look at what the Bible says about remembrance and how to practice remembering God's faithfulness and goodness. So hear me on this today. The importance of remembering what God has done in our lives is vital to how we follow Jesus. Practicing what the Bible says about remembrance is a practice of slowing down, a practice that will shape your heart to keep God at the forefront of every single day. And so right now, I want you to slow down, my sister. Still your heart. Quiet your mind. I know you have a day surrounding you full of important people, pressing tasks, competing desires. But for the next 15 minutes that we're together, I want you to just breathe in and out. I want you to stay in this moment with me. Remembering your beginnings, your story, is a powerful act, and it's not something that requires you write out a whole memoir, but instead, it does demand that you see yourself in God's story. So today we're going to see what the Bible has to say about remembrance through the story of the Exodus. By looking at one command which Moses gives to Israel in their run to freedom, we'll discover the importance of remembering what God has done in our lives and exactly how we are to remember. God's faithfulness and goodness abounds in your life, dear woman. So let's slow down together now and choose to see it. The Bible has quite a lot to say about remembrance, so much so that it might surprise you the emphasis God places on remembering the goodness and faithfulness that he gives. But the Bible's look at memory and remembrance is quite different than how we practice remembering in our modern-day world. Modern remembering, if you operate in circles anything like mine, usually looks something like this. Somebody throws out the question, do you remember when? And then a memory is tossed out in the open air, maybe by a family member looking to sweeter times that came before, or a friend recounting high school days that are long gone. But then, what happens to that memory? It quickly falls to the ground and fades back into the past. So here's the deal. Stopping to remember, actually remember, it should be a significant act. It isn't something that should be left sitting in a coffee shop corner or in your ignored diary entries. Our modern attempts to remember often, and ironically, lead to forgetting. So today's story, the Exodus, 
is the beginning of Israel's story of freedom, and it is recounted again and again throughout Scripture. It's repeated whenever the Bible wants to say something about remembrance, and so we're going to pay attention now to that day of freedom. Exodus 13, verse 3, says this, Then Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery. For by a strong hand the Lord has brought you out from this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. Remember when I told you to slow down just a moment ago, to be with me right now where you are? That's what Moses is doing with Israel here. He is slowing them down. So take another breath, dear woman, and let's continue looking at the importance of remembering what God has done in our lives. How often do you find yourself looking back on specific days in your life? Maybe it was your wedding day or the day your children were born. Life-changing days. Exodus 13 is telling the story of one of those days for Israel. It was a life-changing day for them when God brings them to freedom after 430 years enslaved to a cruel empire where they were worked to the bone by a ruthless ruler. So when you read this verse in Exodus 13, 3, know that the Hebrew people are smack in the middle of, let me tell you, the day of all days. God has given them freedom, and they wasted no time getting out of Egypt. Literally, they left in the night. They were running through the dark. They don't even take the time to let their bread finish rising. So Moses is literally saying to the Hebrew people in this chapter of Exodus, Remember this day. And he's telling them that in the middle of the day of all days. Now, if you're on the way out of slavery, running towards your freedom, are you stopping to think about remembering that moment? Mm, I'm going to guess you're probably not. You're running until you're free, and then when you're safe in bed that night, you think, I'll always remember this day. But in the middle of it, you're in full-on survival mode. And maybe that's you today. Maybe you're not fighting for your freedom right now like Israel was, but I'm guessing you are fighting what I asked of you at the beginning of this post, to just let go and be present, to let go of all that's pressing in on you. It's not easy to slow down, is it? So why do it? Why slow down to remember? Let's continue the story and find out. Almost every time the Bible is speaking about remembrance, it talks about remembering God's goodness and faithfulness. For Israel, the day of their salvation from Egypt is the pinnacle of God's faithfulness and goodness playing out in their story. Moses tells them, Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery, for by a strong hand, The Lord brought you out from this place. Moses defines that day as a moment of faithfulness from God, 
a moment where God's strong hand worked and Israel was brought out of Egypt, their house of slavery. It's curious language for us reading the story today because it hints at the story to come, which Israel couldn't yet see. After God delivers Israel from Egypt, he leads them into the wilderness. In this wilderness, Israel will end up building the tabernacle, also known as God's dwelling place, also known as the house of God. The tabernacle is going to be a daily visible reminder of God's faithfulness, God's presence among the people in every situation and through every season. Israel is out of the house of slavery, but soon they will reside in the house of God. On this day, though, this moment of Exodus 13.3, Israel has no idea what the next part of their story will hold. All they know is the salvation at hand. Tell me, how often do you reflect on the next part of your story by simply looking at today's story? How often do you appreciate present moments for how they will play into future days? You see, Israel could never value the significance of God's house among them if they didn't know the bondage that came from the house of slavery. And so Moses calls them to remember that day of freedom. But little does Israel know just how valuable that memory will be. And so we are smack in the middle of a day. Israel's day is the day of all days, and your day is pressing in on you, no matter how much you push it to the periphery during our time together. And so what is Moses' advice to them and to you? How should we practice remembering? Moses says, no leavened bread shall be eaten. And so that's it, sister. That is the advice. What does the Bible say about remembrance? Don't eat leavened bread. Now, obviously, we got to unpack this a little, but trust me, it's not as complicated as you might think. We simply need to look at the story. Israel's story, your story, God's grand story. We already know about leavened and unleavened bread because we know that Israel left in the night without time to let their bread rise before it bakes. Exodus chapter 12 verse 39 tells us that Israel is in such a rush to get to freedom that they take their dough, bake it quickly, and stuff it in their packs on the way out. So Moses telling Israel to stay away from leavened bread? Well, it's kind of like, no, duh, we don't have a choice. That's all we have at hand. And that's the point, dear woman. What the Bible is saying about remembrance in this story is this. Make it a part of your every day. Place it in your hand. Let it sit at your side. Don't let remembering God's goodness and faithfulness be a memory that slips through your fingers. It is right in front of you, so take and eat. Remember. 
Unleavened bread continues to be at hand for Israel from this moment forward in their story. God commands this unleavened bread to be a part of Israel's Passover celebration, 24 hours which were spent remembering this day, the Exodus. And then they have a whole festival of unleavened bread which takes place for seven days after the Passover. Unleavened bread is what God tells Israel to use when they consecrate the priests for the tabernacle and temple. And it's also what Israel uses for various offerings that they bring before God in their worship. Unleavened bread is all around Israel, their reminder to remember. What's all around you, dear woman of God? If you search the blogosphere for practices on how to remember God's goodness and faithfulness, you are bound to find endless lists on great memory verses, journal prompts, and guides for writing out your story. All of these are wonderful tools and at one point or another have their place in our lives. But today, I want your slowing down and remembering to be a practice based on what you have at hand. I want you remembering to be your unleavened bread, what's all around you. What the Bible says about remembrance goes hand in hand with specific practices. But these practices should reflect what God has done for you, how God has saved you. And only you can know the specific ways that God has saved you. Only you know the important moments. For me, it's always a picture that God paints in the sky. When I was having pre-wedding jitters the morning of my wedding day, I looked out my window to see pink and orange splashed across the morning sky. When I was dealing with the overwhelming weight of college, I walked out from work one night to a breathtaking California sunset. This very morning, After a night, a month of insomnia, I walked to the coffee shop to write this very post, and I saw a beautiful northwest sky, the sun rising above evergreen trees. A reminder of hope, a reminder to remember. God is good. God is faithful. It's all around me. What's all around you, dear woman of God? What is your unleavened bread? Though we near the end of our time together today, I want this talk about memory to be something that you remember. My hope and my prayer is that God brings to mind what you have at hand, what your reminder to remember is. Israel often fails to remember God's goodness and faithfulness in their story. Because of this, they frequently find themselves back in the house of slavery instead of living free in the house of God. They return to bondage because they choose to forget the day of their freedom. They choose to participate in Passover. They choose to forget their unleavened bread. The message from Scripture is this. We are Israel. We too often choose to forget. And so choose today, my sister in Christ, to remember God's goodness and faithfulness in your life. 
Slow down and stop a moment. What do you have at hand? How does it reveal God's goodness and faithfulness to you? If you want to read more of what we've written on remembrance, you can check out our study on the Stones of Remembrance in Joshua 4 by clicking on the link below, or you can visit our post on easy ways to improve your memory, also listed down below. And so, until next time, let's meditate on these words from Psalm 77, verses 11 through 15. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. You, with your arm, redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph.